0: Ah, good evening, or, well, it's almost good morning since it's 11.59, and uh, I'm going to try to kick the furnace off real quick, because it has not gotten above 20 degrees since Tuesday, and this is Friday, 20, what is it, 5th of February, 25th of February, Uh, and like I said, it's 11.59, and I signed on this late um, somewhat to ensure I had reaped all the rewards that come with having remained true to yourself. And uh, I've been through a few vacillations. Obviously, for the last 48 hours, um, in terms of, um, well, I don't, I haven't actually, that is a lie. Well, that was just a poor, poor, uh, that was uh, a thought I now disagree with. I shouldn't have said that. What I should have said is, I have had a remarkably calm, As a matter of fact, I would say my mood has shifted all of 4% for 48 hours. I have not felt out of uh, sorts in any way. And uh, haven't had even one moment of regret. Which I gotta say is stunning for me. Um, And even talked myself into the concept that this proves I must be an NPC. And that's an easy one to talk myself into, because who do I like to believe that I'm the one down here just being manipulated by the software programming, and all y'all are the ones making all the mistakes. But I think that's a cop-out. I mean, uh, uh, as I said, way back in the first episode maybe, but as I truly believe, it is irrelevant. Even if we figure out that this is a simulated holographic, uh, virtual reality experience, and we are all slugs living in buckets, it doesn't matter. You're still experiencing this. It's as real as it can be. As a matter of fact, it's more real most of the time than I'd like it to be. It's consistent. It's um, it's exactly the experience that is the miracle to be a human being. And so, yet when I was reflecting upon the sequence of events, and I'm not saying I couldn't, here's the thing, sometimes I get there, there are two people that will grade on me that I won't address immediately because I don't want to be a dick, um, but eventually I'm going to pop off at you and probably in a situation where I'm going to say something snarky and almost try to give you a poke to the eye. And that is people who say shit that they don't know what they're talking about and then don't... In other words, if the Dunning-Kruger effect is in effect, I'll let you go a little bit, but I'm going to fucking punch you in the mouth sooner or later and And I can't take people who uh who never say uh who are not don't go out of their way to say thank you <laughs> uh I will overtly thank you thank you, thank you to get you into the rhythm if it's just not a word you're used to saying, but you better pick up on that or I'm going to ask you why you're so uncourteous or discourteous and and i mean i I won't do it with please, but I will you know i I just feel like we sort of came up with this little sequence of stuff that makes us all feel like at least you're not being a dick to me. And it's called common courtesy. So if you're not going to use it, then you're either ignorant of the fact that you should be using it or you've chosen not to use it with me. So did I do something in which you want to treat me with disrespect? Well, that's not disrespect. It's just uh, without the the token qualitative care that we can give everybody in the universe just by saying please thank you and excuse me and how can I help my point is <clears throat> those are the things I liked about going to work and and I had plenty of that reward and and honestly if, if this job was 74 things that I was going to give a grade of 1 to 10, I would have, and 10's the best, I would have a couple 4's, a couple 3's, maybe even 5 or 6 of them. And I'd have some 5's and 6's, but I'd have a whole lot of 7, 8, nine, and a lot of 9's, and a few 10's. And as more 10's than I'd have miserable grades. And I'd have 1, 1. Only 1. And, and yet that was... Out of, I mean, the 73 other ones could have been 10s. Well, in that case, I'd have been fighting for the job. So I guess they they couldn't. But there was enough. I I mean, let me put it this way. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm disappointed by more than the fact that it's right up the street. I had started to, A, know what I was doing. That helps. B, know how to co-work. That helps. And C, uh, started to uh, meet some of the staff around the store. So I was starting to know some names and some faces. So it felt a little bit more like a place that I belong. So, which was what made this shit so weird, right? Like, I mean, I'll admit that that uh, for whatever reason, there will always be that personality out there that I have friction with. Just like for whatever reason, there's that personality out there that turns into uh super glue and just can't part, right? I know both those extremes exist. I've run into them, but I've never run into one as a coworker. Like I've gotten along with every single coworker I've ever worked with. I mean, I tried to think of one today that I didn't get along with in my entire history of not getting along with coworkers. And this is from a guy who's, who's popped off and walked off the job at least four times I can remember two of which were career jobs. Um, So, I mean, if anybody's aware that he can be uh, uh, bristly at work, well, it's me. In fact, one of the things I was so looking forward to in this scenario was how unbristly I was going to feel at work, because how could I get bristly at work? And, uh, and so to have this sort of um stress that uh like i'm just not gonna work at a grocery store and uh, be stressed out by it (laughs) seriously so you know Um, but it was it was such a a progression of action it was almost like you know when you When you like trigger a character in a video game sequence of conversation, so you can get them to do like the worst thing you can get them to do to you, make them attack you or something by giving them all the rudest answers. Well, (laughs) I swear to God, it's like there was there was some sort of like programming dynamic going on that would like, and and I'll say this because at three separate points that are that I can that I knew in real time, especially the first two. But in, in retrospect, the third one's like, well, I mean, if you heard the first two, that's a warning too. But if somebody tells you they're just, they are just don't need, they need uh, that, that they're tired, that, that they've got a headache, that whatever, like some people are going to give you three words that are basically saying, back the fuck off. And you've got to run two of those words into one word to make that work, but make it work. And, and if you can't hear that, and then you happen to be uh, uh, sh- a shaken up bottle of champagne ready to uncork. Well, it doesn't take a whole lot to turn what is a, um, a manageable situation into a keg of dynamite waiting to burst. And I could feel the escalation. That's the thing. Like, I can feel, and, and uh, I don't know how you, uh, I am. I am one way empathic that I hate, which is when I can feel other people getting angry, like simmering, like, and, and it was, it was like a pressure cooker. And, and, and I, I mean, I took, I got out of there. I got out of there twice. I got away from it because when I get away from it, it goes away. But as soon as I'm around it, I get the same way. And, and I'm working on finding, you know, distance. And, And I, and I did this like, as, as, in, in the first escalation, I made it clear that I thought that had crossed the line. I immediately went on break. Um, and when he, uh, and there was some back and forth, one line of which I do regret because I said some things in front of a customer, but I went on break. I figured we had just had our playground dust up. So let's just forgive and move past this. Cause it's just weird. I don't even want this kind of friction at work. Um, well, when I got back from break, uh, you know, it was just silence, silence, silence. Cause that was the best thing to do. You know, let's just, let's just not make anything worse and just do our jobs. Um, which would have been fine. But then the, the insistence from there and then the re insistence, um, and then the, the denial of, of any transgression at all. I mean, I can, you know, if that's your point of view, uh, you've just declared to me that I don't want to work with you. I mean, it was that simple. Like, and as it's all going down, what I'm thinking is the simulation going to push me into leaving my job right now. Like I'm having this thought about 45 minutes before I decide I'm not going to take this. I'm leaving. And uh, And because I could, it was like I could feel as if there was an outcome here that was going to happen, which was me leaving the store. And and I got to say, I mean, there have been three nights now where I've thought, is this too bad a fit? Um, But two of those were in the first 15 days, which is panicky, you know, startup stuff. But there's only so much friction I'm going to have with a coworker and especially one who I I like. That's the other thing. I like this guy. Like I don't, I don't even begrudge him. And then I immediately forgave him. And if he doesn't think it was a transgression and I've already forgiven him and I'm saying, let's just drop it. Then I don't understand why anything else had to happen. I mean, right there, nothing else has to happen. As far as I'm concerned, we are through this. Let's just not, uh, let's not be more abrasive. So, Uh, anyway, that's as far as I ever want to talk about it, but I do feel like I have to at least say what I'm doing because I feel so confident about what I've done, which is not give up belief that if I just go forward as a kind and understanding person ready to forgive, Whatever I have to do in that capacity is what I have to do. And yesterday, two days ago, I did what I had to do. I didn't want to do it. I still regret doing it. But I would do it again. And I have not once thought differently. You have got to stand up for yourself when you believe you are being aggrieved wrongly. And uh and I I honestly left because I was afraid we were going to come to fisticuffs. Like it was escalating in a way I hadn't I hadn't conceived possible. (laughs) And so to make sure that I didn't do something stupid, I did something I knew was safe. And frankly at that point I was I, I I thought I knew what I was doing one hundred percent anyway, but um, there comes a line for me I love this there's a Native American saying I believe uh, I mean it's a native American saying I'm not sure if it's like a Cherokee saying or whatever, but it's respect to all people grovel to none and uh, I you know that's a pretty good line because Everyone deserves your respect. As a matter of fact, people who, uh, who have maybe earned a little static from poor performances, they still deserve your respect. People deserve your respect. Human beings, every, every single one of them, every one of them deserves your respect. That if you don't have that to give, I mean, seriously, then why weren't you born a cheetah? So every human being deserves your respect. But in no circumstance do you grovel to another human being. They are the ugly one in that circumstance. Now, there are many ways that we can be ugly. But your reaction can never be to grovel. And I did three different things to try to work this out differently than the one that I did. I did something else to try to work it out other than what I ended up doing. And what I ended up doing, I don't I don't regret, didn't regret in the moment, and haven't regretted it for a second. Except, uh, oh, now I gotta go get another job, all that stuff, right? Especially I gotta train, like, you know, ah oh, man, I was two months in, you know, shit, that's a sweet spot. <laughs> but again, like if I'm not the NPC here and had to put him in a position to push somebody a little too far, like if he didn't need a lesson in that capacity. I mean, this was a gentle one well, you know what's he he didn't it's not like he's losing anything um nor am i which is why i started wondering if i'm an mpc because it sure felt like i was there to fill a role which was to have this guy you know get hostile enough toward me that i'd walk out like it was like i was set up for this scene i've never even been in a situation remotely like that in fact, I was so stunned when it happened that I I I was I, mean, I was glad I, I was glad it was my break cuz I wasn't sure how to even react at all. And I certainly don't like to react wrongly. So, 15 minutes of thinking about stuff was for the best. And the silent treatment was also for the best. Like I thought I had that one all worked out. So, again, it's like You know, you think you figured out how you're gonna cross the pond, but then you can't get through the sand because you can't, you're stuck. So now you gotta go back into the town and find whoever has these boots that you gotta put on so that when you get across the river, now you can walk up through the sand. Ah, I mean, the simulation can be ah, so repetitive sometimes. Go back and get this, but you forgot to buckle it. Now you have to get a silver polish for your buckle. So it'll gleam in the light and open the door. Or whatever adventure game nonsense I'm playing here, but I, I and I and I expect to find myself in the role of um, of providing uh, a, a an echo chamber or a, a reverberation for another person who needs to um, to uh, work some some life out. You know, if I have to be a target for somebody else's angst to unwind, I can, I could fill that role. Like that's, that's something that, you know, it'd be nice to be able to recognize it happening in the, in, in real time so that you kind of knew you were, you were having an, an effect that had some value rather than putting up with the, the nonsense of life, which I put up with enough, I feel like, but you don't have to put up with that at work. Right. And if you're getting into work, you got two choices. You can deal with it up the corporate chain of command because well, there's three really you can, you can uh, do something irresponsible or you can walk away. This is an at will employment country. You always have the right to say, I do not want to work here. My mental health, my whatever is better off if I go find something else to do. And if that is something that you can say, and say with enough conviction that you know you're right, well then, why aren't you walking out the door? I know, I know, I know. you got health insurance or whatever. you got kids, and I get all that. Like, I don't, right? So I get to say, hey, you know what? I quit. I'm leaving. You cross the line. I've had enough. I don't need this. At some point, I'm better than this. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we're talking about a meat counter job, right? Everybody's better than this. And nobody's better than this, by the way. All you haughty mofos who are thinking you are superior to the meat counter worker. No, you're not. No, you're not. I give more people joy in an eight-hour shift than 90% of the people in their day or do in their week. And that's the truth. So, it, it... It's important that you recognize that wherever you are, that A, you're taking good care of yourself, B, you're taking immediate care of those around you that you care about, and C, that you're making the most out of exactly what there is to be had. And I have never been on this kind of a streak because I've never been so happy And comfortable with who I am. And I don't feel like I can make a mistake right now. And I mean, I just, it's almost like, eh, but in the last 48 hours, I've come to earn that. So a little bit because I was, I mean, I was frankly, I was exhausted on Wednesday and then felt, I don't know, yesterday I just, Spent a day doing research. I really wanted to catch up on some stuff that I had left dangling that I hadn't followed through about with some, especially some timelines that don't add up. And I mean, just, there are so many errors. If you start looking at reality, you're going to find mistakes everywhere. I mean, it's stunning. And I'm not going to get into that stuff now, but I, I, Every time I go looking for grounding and stability inside the reality as I've known it, well, they change the spelling of Febreze on me again, or whatever. And, and I think in some ways the Mandela effect had to happen. For me, I know it had to happen so that I could be comfortable with the disconnects. Life is filled with disconnects now that I do not expect to connect. I do not expect to get answers on some some things that bug the hell out of me. I just expect to be able to turn that noise down and let it go away. And I say this because I do feel like I have come to trust that I get uh, I don't know what this tingling thing is but my intuition has served me tremendously for the last I want to say certainly since January 1st but I think I can push that back to about at least Thanksgiving if not October I mean I have I have had nothing but uh, productive directly um, uh, directly uh, how do you say everything that I could have possibly had go sideways or not work out has worked out every instinct I've had has been right every direction I pointed there's been a tailwind. Every golf shot I've hit has been flush. And every 10 foot putt is dropping center cup. It's, it's as if I can't misread a green right now. And so uh, if anybody who out there who plays a sport avidly, you know what it's like when you're just nailing it. I've been doing that for almost two months now. And, and I, uh, uh, and, Nailing it, you just walked off your job, you dick. Yep, 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 yep. I left a situation that I had allowed sit in my, I don't know if this is a good fit basket for a month, getting some feedback on how I really felt, stabilizing my mode, finding that I thought I had plenty enough balance there to go and then had a capsized incident that made me swim to shore and realize I don't even want to get back in that boat. Life's going to throw you some, some stuff that is not forecast. The screenplay is written in a way that doesn't look good for you, but I've always in those situations <sighs> tried to save face in some scenario scheme or uh maneuver of some kind or some or or just let myself get catty if i want (laughs) to if i've known you for a couple months i guarantee you i can say something truly cruel to you because i i just will know what would hurt i'll figure it out and i don't mean to be this way but I know I'll have that in the back of my head. Now, am I going to use it? Of course not. And, and, and I'm sorry if I'm the only one in the universe that thinks this way, but I also know exactly when you need to be told something that nobody else is telling you. And I don't mind doing that either. Cause I'm not going to rub it in your face. What you don't need to hear ever. And I'm gonna overtly tell you things that you clearly are wishing somebody would notice. I, for whatever reason, pick up on more of that than some other people. So I feel like it's my duty when I see you vibrating over there, and nobody's noticed that you painted your nails. Hey, I think your fingernails look sweet. Good job. Did you do that yourself? You got some skills. You did that yourself. Oh, okay. Nail salons, yeah. Hey, you seen that nail salon joke? Girl's funny, huh? Don't think she's just funny for that joke. Angela Johnson's a funny woman. My point is, if you're going to show people common courtesy, if you're going to understand when someone exposes what would really hurt if you were to actually pointed out, and if you're unwilling to go over and tell someone how nice that new haircut looks, well, I don't know if you're playing the human game very well. Those are the generalities that really work the engine the most efficiently. These are not, these are not token gestures. Their species species-to-species companionship standards. You and I are human beings manifesting in a reality of 3D wonder in a universe that we have full thought, ability to enact, change in whatever way we decide (sighs) ah i'm tingling just saying that that's what we are I, i respect all of you how could i not how could i not you're a human being so uh and i thought i thought i'd probably uh get some feedback in my dreams about you know the maneuver and and what was weird is is i felt asleep so easily um usually if i've had kind of a i don't know any kind of disruption in my day can keep me up all night and uh, And I knew I was a little tired when I got home. I was, I thought, uh uh-oh, I could probably just fall asleep right now. And then at midnight, of course, I'm still awake. But when I lay down to go to bed, I know I was asleep in five minutes. And I had one dream. Sometimes I have this dream that I think, anymore, because I'm goofy, in some way, is me feeling okay about Mother Earth. I have this dream. I'm always in a wispy field and most of the time it's it's dark it's a night dream but it's been in the daytime too it's, sometimes it's like bright sunshine so but I'd say 80% of them are, are, are night and that's not the important thing it's not like I'm looking up at the stars it's that the grass is always I'm always lying down or sometimes I'm, I'm walking and it's it's tall or taller than me not not often almost all the time I'm lying down either on a slight hillside or just in a in a field full of grass and it's just gently waving back and forth to that sound of just like that you know the breezy I don't that must be my favorite relaxation so seriously it must be because I had that dream that that night and actually I had it sometimes uh, my lucid dream or my I will be much more active in my second half of my night dreaming or maybe i just remember those better i don't know whenever i've gotten up to pee drink get some water have a pizza um and then go back to bed oftentimes that next block of time is driving movie time for my head and i know that was the the block of time in which i had this dream and i remember as i'm having it i'm thinking oh i hope this dream lasts forever (laughs) and uh it's uh a, and i expected somewhere if i i never had it, I, like i said i haven't had a conscious thought of regret here and so i i expected my subconscious might throw some egg on my face while i was asleep and i do look for those reactions it's important to me that i feel like i'm open to listening to myself even if i'm not willing to listen to myself directly so it's one of the reasons I do think about what I'm losing track, my train of thought on, because I know those are things that, I'm, that are nagging me subconsciously. It's why I pay attention to what my dreams are when I can remember them, to see if I can find anything in there that's troubling. And it's why I am conscientious of all the interaction I have with everybody. I'm, uh, it, everything that, I, <laughs> I just, I need to believe that I'm doing what I can to um, to contain uh, my my hmm. <laughs> uh, my propensity to lie to myself that I'm in fact okay with having done this when I'm in fact not okay at all, but I am. And when I dream a comfortable dream well then I don't even worry I know I know there's no cause for concern I know it's I have done the right thing I don't have dreams of uh, you know having to do bumper cars against uh, my uh, against the bad news bears from the remake if you're If your situation is one where you keep finding it easier to be who you are and more productive to be who you are, I I just wonder where that ends, right? What's that trajectory look like? What What is the inevitable momentum swing for that? Regardless of what stomach punches may come your way, if you If you know who you are and that you're acting accordingly, the universe is going to be fine with you and as I was going to lunch with my parents today, I'm thinking, "Ah, oh, you know, I don't want to tell them I'm looking for a new job yet because that'll get them worried and now I don't know uh." It'll, it'll, it'll be the kind of indicator that they'll feel is, is, uh, is threatening. They don't need that. And if anything, the only reason I would have stayed is to not put them through the stress. But no, I'm not going to do that. There's no stress here. I, uh, and, and I knew walking out the door, as I'm leaving, I'm like, well, I'm going to have to talk to my parents and let them know that this happened. And, uh, and so today at lunch, um, I had lunch with both of them, but my mom had just had a procedure and it just, uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be, uh, I'm not gonna give you this little uh, firecracker to put in your pocket, uh, it just doesn't seem fair. But of course that means I have to go up there tomorrow and tell them, right? So I had a good lunch. They were doing well, everything's well, you know, when you got 80-year-old parents who are uh, as as alert and fun to play word games with as those two. Yeah, I got lucky. I mean, I got outrageously lucky. Um, and, and, of course, and it, in some ways, it's like, oh, I probably needed to drop that one right at launch. Because I certainly don't want to be in any way uh, not clean. But, again, it just... Is going to be the same news tomorrow, but there's no excuse tomorrow. If I don't do it tomorrow, now I'm hiding. I don't want to be avoiding a situation of of comeuppance ever again. And it's not even comeuppance. I just want you to always know where I'm at, why I did what I did, even if it's a mistake. It's my mistake. I'll get over it. I'll fix it. I'll make it better. Um, but if I'm if I'm crystal clear that I'm I I'm only acting in a way that I have to act and would just rewind the tape and play the exact same scenario all over again well of course i i do want to tell you and that was probably why i should have told her today but my being okay with it does not in any way shape or form predict what she's going to do in fact it's the opposite if you don't predict that she's going to uh, be stressed and overwhelmed by uh, me having walked off the job well Let's just say that that's one thing my mother won't mind you taking for granted. And so, in that, and only in that way, because my dad ain't give a shit. Or, I mean, he gives a shit, but I'm saying it's not an issue of elevated stress that's going to derail him, but it can her. So, I'll tell her tomorrow. Uh, unless... Because... When there was, uh, you know, it's like, I thought I'd done an okay job. Like, i would made a couple mistakes, but I'd only really made one that I would consider even noteworthy, um, and I've already admitted to it. Anything else? uh, I've I've certainly incrementally gotten better, and at this point, I think, uh, have proven that I can at least reliably close the shop down. So uh I didn't want to have to go reestablish even you know two months worth of rapport somewhere else, and yesterday I'm sitting there uh you know doing my timelines and thinking, uh oh, you, know, phone's not ringing and I had actually told I had texted one friend to say uh I just blankety blanks, my way out of, uh, you know, screw the man, corporate culture, you suck, whatever, right, so I hadn't heard from her, uh, and I hadn't heard from anybody else, my phone's just dead, I'm like, well, this is when I start thinking, I must be the non-player character, because the non-player character's already done their job, there's no follow-up, you know, the the store's not gonna call and say, oh, but you know, and I'm having those fantasies of, but for two months I was like, I was doing pretty good, right? But she uh you know and uh and so when when uh yesterday was um was a day of of zero contact. Um I was I was tempted um, to to think about if I if I had made a mistake. And when I realized, no, I haven't made a mistake here. In fact, if if I start having those thoughts, that's because I'm not willing to just go do what needs to get done. Like (sighs) if if you've moved on from something because it was the right thing to do well then how can anything else be right like so you you spend a day making sure that you don't have butterflies of regret and then you immediately start doing whatever needs to get done so tomorrow I got to go well actually I don't because luckily I don't know if this is luck But I think this is more proof that I keep doing things the way I was meant to do them. Because as I was cooking up some bacon for my dog, um, thinking, well, this might be the last bacon you get for a while, I got a phone call and was asked to come back. And I thought, sweet cuz I don't want to go look for another job tomorrow. And uh and you know, so I threw another another couple of pieces in the frying pan thinking, well we got plenty of bacon now, Phoebe. I'm making some more. Um but I knew I <laughs> I didn't know shit. But somehow I was I essentially am going to end up missing 12 hours of work here. And do I need a bit of a lesson? I do. I need a lesson because I really like this guy. Like I'm kind of disappointed that I'm not going to see him. Maybe maybe if I ever see him again in life, hey listen Ziggy, I I don't know if I can work with you, but I 100% know that I could be your friend. And uh and as far as Everybody at work, I'm not looking to make friends at work. I'm really not. But I'm looking to be friendly and respectful at work. And I'm expecting that back. That's it. I am never anything else. I'm not a complainer. I don't tell you to get off your phone. I don't tell you you took 20 minutes to go to the bathroom. I don't tell you lunches here are 30 minutes, not 55. I don't tell you that list... Is now all done but I don't remember you doing any of it I don't do any of that I ask you if you need some help I ask you when you want to take your lunch and I tell you whatever job you think looks worse I'll do it because they all look the same to me and because I do not care we are not um, drawing uh, the responsibilities for um, the the uh, the White House dinner tonight doing dishes to me is exactly the same as packing up the meat case none of it's different and because of that of course every single time I will defer because that is just the goodwill that I expect to give in situations where I have literally no shit to give at all. I don't give a shit, so if you do, you get to choose. If neither of us does, well, I'm pretty good at rocks, paper, scissors. So you might watch out. I had a <laughs> I had a girlfriend in college who I never lost rocks, paper, scissors to. And I probably beat her... I'm going to guess somewhere between 9 and 15 times. I never lost to her. I never lost to her. Now, we might have tied, but she never beat me. And she quit playing because she thought I cheated. (laughs) Oh, uh, yeah. Well, my little Honda Civic, if, uh, if I ever run into you again, I can't wait to tell you what a cool girl you were. I love the time we spent together, but you'll never beat me rocks, paper, scissors. And most people won't, but I, uh, I certainly, uh, am not somebody who uses that, uh, that particular talent to do, to get out of doing chicken skewers. You know, who doesn't care me? (laughs) I don't care. But what it, it is, I will do all the work, especially if you will give me some level of C-plus or better banter at work that we can engage in. If, if I can keep my mind from having to just pigeonhole itself for eight hours to the, to the noise of uh, whiny boy band music, well, I'll talk to you about cross-stitch all night long. As long as you've got interest in it, i'm sure I can find some place to meet you and uh, and i think <laughs> I think ultimately um, I, i'm <laughs> i'm going to uh, I'm going to enjoy that I have gotten my job back with no static. Um, but I know that in that moment, um, I did the right thing, but if it had to get to that point again, well, I'd be very disappointed in myself. Uh, I just, I just don't, I don't want to be in that situation. I don't want anything ever to look like I might have to be defensive here so I don't get hit. That is not a situation I ever am going to be in, in my life again other than defending a great injustice. I'm certainly not willing to posture up at the meat counter for that uh, aggravation. There are too many other places to go get a job, to let yourself be in a situation that causes you stress and friction and undeserved um, Undeserved. Hmm. Um. Hmm. Uh, I'm not gonna get into this, but your lines are yours. And the clearer you can draw them, and maybe you only have four. I think I have about seven. And I'd like to have more like 30. But I'm figuring out what those other ones are. And I have some... some, I got lines, and then I got rubber bands, and then I got like, I don't know, twist ties that are all mangled. There 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 are some boundaries here, but not all of them are solid lines. But the ones that are there, I keep finding I've chosen right with. And I am super confident that if I hadn't been contacted by work and gotten rehired, I would be at my parents tomorrow because I don't want them to not know what's going on with me and Anymore uh, You know as thin as my margins are they should certainly know when I'm uh, Not bringing home a dollar, but I don't have to go through that now. So no stress. Uh, Other than the roller coaster of, oh, what, what, Uh, that my mom might go through listening to these. Sorry, mom. But in the long run, I'm more confident that the universe is putting me in positions to gain momentum. I am more comfortable with my instincts and and um, situational responsiveness. I am extremely proud of how I handled this all the way, other than the one word I shouldn't have said in front of a customer. But I am thirdly, unexpectedly, satisfied with how right this felt all along that I never wavered and that frankly other than standing up for what I consider my self-respect nothing's different and and yet I mean everything's different right Except Phoebe. Anymore, she's just asleep on the couch.